Profits. I am your host, Alex McAllister. Thank you for listening. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite film series, I guess. There's just two right now. Hopefully, um, I think the third one is in the works, so hopefully we'll get the trilogy. I really love this series, and I feel like it's kind of been memefied. Um, I'll get into that in a little bit, but I really want to talk about the Paddington movies. Specifically, I'm going to focus on Paddington 2, um, just because Regal just did like a $5 classics thing, and Paddington 2 was showing in the theater, so I had to take off work early and go down there and watch it, and it was such an incredible experience. So I just wanted to share like why I think these films are so good, um, what works about them, and yeah, if you haven't seen them, hopefully you'll maybe seek them out. So I say that they were memefied mostly because like Citizen Kane has always been referred to as one of the best films of all time. And in the recent past, um, Paddington 2, like a new review surfaced, I guess not new, it was an old review was found that gave Citizen Kane a negative review. And so it was knocked off as like Rotten Tomatoes highest scoring film of all time. And Paddington 2 overtook it. I don't think Paddington 2 is currently the highest rated film. Um, It probably got knocked off by someone wanting to be a little different. I think Toy Story 2 is now. So there you go. Animated uh, family sequels, I guess. But yeah, I guess that's why I feel like it's memefied. I feel like every time I say that I really like the Paddington movies, there's a bit of a chuckle. But I'm going to share like what I think makes these films so special. And like I said, I'm going to focus on Paddington 2 mostly just because it's fresher. But um, I've seen Paddington 1 like 10 times probably, so hopefully I'll have some good insight there. So I guess I'll give a little bit of background real quick. Um, Paddington 1 came out in 2014, I think. Um, I was working at the movie theater at the time, and... We were real upset. We hated when kids movies like big kids movies were showing because the theater like the auditoriums would just be absolutely destroyed. Popcorn, candy everywhere, drinks spilled. So I wasn't looking forward to it. But on our breaks and stuff, I guess like while the movies are showing, we would go like make our rounds and go look in the theaters and stuff like that. And I remember going into Paddington one and this scene was in the trailers, but it was like the the bathroom overflows and he like surfs down the staircase in the um bathtub and i thought it was like cheesy in the trailers but then like whenever i saw it in the theater and then i like stayed there and watched like the aftermath of it i was like this is actually kind of charming um so then i ended up checking out more of it and i just fell in love immediately i'd never read the paddington books um i have now or I guess the main Paddington book. I don't know if there's more. And yeah, just Paddington 1 was really good. It has a different type of atmosphere to it. There's a lot of beautiful colors that like were very refreshing. There's a really cool scene, like the staircase that I talked about. It has a tree like painted on it, and there's like a bunch of leaves. And then Paddington thinks that the family hates him or whatever, so... He like runs away and then all the leaves like fall off. And then also in Paddington one, there's like 
this band that plays all this different music throughout the film. And it's just, it has such a personality to it, I guess. It's so warm and rich, I guess. So yeah, that, that was like my experience with Paddington one Paddington two came out in 2017 and I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to go see this in theaters. I don't care if there's a bunch of kids. And um, yeah, just as good. Some people say better. Some people say worse. I think both of them are almost perfect for what you're getting. Um, so I'll go into that a little more. I think what makes these films really special, is, and specifically in Paddington 2, is the characters and their like character arcs. So in the first film, the kids had a much larger part since it was mostly about the family and pa- and then Paddington showing up in that dynamic. But both of them play very pivotal roles in the third act of Paddington 2. Even though they have like a smaller part, like everything that they do in Paddington 2, a different character couldn't do it. You know, you can't just have Mr. McGruber, someone else in the neighborhood do those things. It's important for those characters. So specifically, um, Jonathan, the son is he's obsessed with train engines, but he also is at the age where he like is trying to be cool or it's steam engines. Um, but he's trying to be cool. He goes by like J dog or something, which I think that that was kind of cheesy, but then it plays into like one of the final scenes they have to catch up to a train and there's a steam engine and they just like, he just hijacks it and takes over and then saves the day or whatever. So there's stuff like that all over the place. Even the parents, like the dad is going through a midlife crisis. Um, and so he's like, he wants to be cool and like relive his experiences like from back when he like rode a motorcycle and stuff. But in the third act, like he just turns into a badass again. And like it's there's a really good redemption moment for him on the train to save the day. Um, it happens for so many characters. And I guess now I want to talk about like Paddington specifically, the character. I think he is the personification of like kindness and all things that are good. He makes the world a better place without even trying So I got a few examples of that, like the neighbors in the neighborhood. Paddington is like trying to raise money so he can buy a pop up book for his aunt. And I also have a copy of the pop up book. I'll probably throw that on my Instagram. So check that out. Um, But he's trying to save money to buy a pop up book. So he starts washing windows. Um, The band does make a reappearance from Paddington one to Paddington two. And he's like washing windows. It's pretty cute. But he starts washing this guy's window who doesn't want it, doesn't want him to. And whenever, like, you see Paddington, he would, like, rub his belly on the windows. Like, he puts some water on them and then, like, rubs his belly on it to clean it. And when that happens, you get, like, a shot from inside that man's apartment. And you can tell, like, he's clearly struggling with depression. There's dust everywhere. But as soon as the light comes in with Paddington's body, like cleaning the window it just brightens the entire room and then the man runs to the window to be like what the what the heck's happening and he looks down and there's a woman out there that runs like a newspaper stand and they make eye contact and then she like yells up to him and then he says something back to her and then they just start flirting a little bit and then you don't see anything else about their relationship 
But later in the movie, the family's like going to the newspaper lady for some help, which I'll expand on, obviously. Um, And they're just like he is hanging out in her little shop. And then again, at the end of the movie, they are seen together. So like you can conclude that, you know, Paddington just cleaning this guy's window, like helped to cure his depression. And like he found love. Yeah, it's great. And then again, so Paddington, he goes to he wants to buy the pop up book. And in the first movie, I think it's interesting that he stops a criminal Um, like he thinks a guy drops his wallet. And so he starts chasing after him. But actually, that guy had a bunch of wallets and was a pickpocket. And so in the second movie, he catches someone stealing something where like the book is being sold. And so he chases after him. But then the cops are following them and they think Paddington stole it, even though they never find it on him, which obviously happens in the real world sometimes. And then he gets arrested and literally goes to prison. So another example of like Paddington making the world a better place is the prisoners. Like when he shows up, it's bland food. They're all very aggressive to him. Um, He even accidentally dyes all their prison uniforms pink. And then there's like one guy who's um, Brendan Gleeson, who's incredible. Um, He plays Knuckles McGinty. He's the chef. And if anyone complains... Obviously, he'll feed him a knuckle sandwich or whatever. But he's about to beat up Paddington because Paddington's like, yeah, this food's gross. Paddington shoves a marmalade sandwich in his mouth because Paddington loves marmalade, obviously. And then the rest of the prison, like, Knuckles tries it and he's just like, holy crap, this is the best thing ever. And then they make it for the rest of the prison. And then the rest of the prison starts to share their recipes and they start to cook. Then there's flowers all over the place. There's wallpaper now and even the warden reads them bedtime stories and i think it's like the message there is that you know just because these people are prisoners they're still good in them um maybe it's the like environment that they are in that doesn't lend them to be the best versions of themselves and i think that's very valuable in any movie but like especially a kids movie i think this is really great for like kids to see and to grow up with Paddington in their lives. A couple more things I want to touch on is the villains in these films are incredible. Like they're incredible actors, but also like the characters are great and there's real stakes. Um, So in the first film, the antagonist is Nicole Kidman and she literally kills animals and wants to stuff them. And Paddington is a talking bear from darkest Peru. And she's like, holy crap, I have to stuff this bear and put it at my museum. And so she's literally trying to kill him the entire film. Yeah, like, you can't get much higher stakes than that in a kid's movie, and she's incredible. In the second film, um, it's Hugh Grant. He's a little, he's less sinister. All he's trying to do is raise money to fund his, like, one-man show. Um, And so that's why he steals the pop-up book, is, like, in the pop-up book, there's clues to like a secret treasure or whatever. Um, And so he like will do anything to get that money. And so when Paddington's like trying to steal the pop-up book, um, there's like actual states stakes and Hugh Grant also tries to kill Paddington um, or his character. Um, And yeah, it's really good. Like there's a point in the second movie where I'm just like, yep. Paddington's going to die. Like, I'll start crying. Um, I think 
everyone in the theater started crying, but it's so good. Even the ending is very heartwarming. Um, one more thing I want to touch on is the action scenes are so well executed. Um, one that comes to mind is like the mission impossible, like parody, I guess in the first movie where Paddington's like using vacuums to like climb up a vent to escape his demise. Um, but in the second film, it has an incredible prison break sequence, which you wouldn't expect, you know, you're talking about movies, talking about great prison break sequences, thinking Shawshank or um, I Love the Great Escape too. Um, even though that one, I guess they don't all, never mind, I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, the prison break sequence in Paddington 2 is so good. Like they use a hot air balloon to get out and it's so colorful the whole time. It's incredible. And then they do the train heist that I alluded to earlier as well. Um, that sequence is really cool. It's not just like running on top of a train or two trains going side by side. They use like a lot, like, I don't know. It's just really cool, I think. Um, so that's that's my, I guess, um, cheerleading for the Paddington movies. I, I really want to know if, other people have seen these, and if you think maybe they are overrated, or if you feel the same way I do. Um, but check these out if you can. I don't know if they're streaming anywhere. I can look it up. Okay, it looks like Paddington 2 is on HBO Max. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for listening again. Um, I know Paddington or Paddington 2 might not be what you expect from a film podcast or someone like me trying to learn more about films, but I feel like these are so great because they cover so many different like age groups and so many different genres that um, they're just fantastic. So thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.